Seeking mental health care can be overwhelming and even scary, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Dr. Josephine McNary, and I'm committed to making this process easier for you. Each week, my expert guest and I unravel a different form of therapeutic intervention in order to bring comfort and understanding and to help you get back to your true self. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mind Stories. Today, I'm pleased to have on as our guest, Dr. Shannon Lawrence. Dr. Shannon practices Chinese medicine with a focus on mental health, internal medicine, and sports medicine at Say Heart Wellness in Santa Monica. She received her master's and doctorate degrees from Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine and is the chair of the points department and faculty member at Yosan University. She was a ghost editor for Acupuncture Anatomy, Regional Microanatomy, and Systemic Acupuncture Networks, and is currently researching the effects curcumin has on multiple sclerosis. Her passion is to educate and lead clients, students, and the community in prevention and preservation of the mind, body, and spirit. Today, we talk about acupuncture and how it can help support mental wellness. Welcome, Dr. Shannon Lawrence. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here and talk about how acupuncture can benefit and help those dealing with mental health issues. Yeah, I'm interested in this topic. I think the first basic place to start would be the definition or description of acupuncture and what is it? So acupuncture is, we see so many different definitions of it and it really depends on the practitioner or the healer, as well as whether it's coming from someone who has a heavy integrative or Western medicine background. So acupuncture, when you look at it on PubMed, when you research what it is, it is a science-based medicine. It is a modality of traditional Chinese medicine, otherwise known as TCM, which dates back roughly to about 2000 years ago. Most recently, we're finding that it goes back even further. We need to be careful because it is a modality of TCM, but there are so many other cultures that practice modalities of traditional Chinese medicine, including Persian cultures, Russian cultures, African, South American. So it's it's definitely a worldwide science-based medicine. We use thin needles that are filiform, and they are placed in specific acupuncture points. Again, it's very gentle. The uh, needles are flexible. You want to think of acupuncture as a bit of a lock and key system. So the needle is the lock. The acupuncture point is the key. The needle unlocks the acupuncture point. It sends a signal up the neuron, which then sends a signal to the dendrite, which then sends a signal to the brain. And it tells the brain to turn on certain receptors or turn off certain receptors. So acupuncture has this ability to not only treat the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, but it can also treat things like the pituitary gland, the thyroid gland, adrenal cortex, sex glands, as well as the adrenal medulla system. So this is essentially how acupuncture works. The channels themselves don't just go to the exterior of the body, but they also go to the internal organs. So again, we have this signal that's going to the brain, but we also have a signal that's going to the organ and it can help adjust the harmony, the yin and yang within the organ itself. And how does this relate to mental illness and mental well-being? 
So there's this whole idea within acupuncture philosophy that, and again, this is all based on research. We know that we see this with research. The organs have a spirit. So for instance, the spirit of the heart is the Shen. The spirit of the liver is the Hun. And when the Hun gets out of balance, we see things like sleep disturbance. We see things like anxiety. We see things like anger and frustration. The spleen, excessive worry, overthinking. When the spleen is out of balance, this is what will present. When the kidney is out of balance, we see things like fear. So the heart, liver, spleen, and kidney all have to do with mental health. So if one of these organs become out of balance, we will see things like anxiety, depression, PTSD, just excessive worry, memory issues. So again, acupuncture can help to reset the balance of all of these organs, which are commonly referred to as Zongfu organs in Chinese medicine. And I'm just curious, so how that differs just from traditional Western medicine, how we approach and view those organ systems. Traditionally, mind, body, spirit was not part of the healing process in traditional Western medicine. Now we are seeing that. And we're seeing that because Western practitioners are being trained in more complementary forms of healthcare, whether it's naturopathy, whether it's traditional Chinese medicine, massage, Reiki. So traditional Western medicine has never looked at the energetic component of what is going on within the internal organ itself. If something invades the body, whether it's food, whether it's a stress component, whether it's our environment, that actually makes us sick. And that can contribute to us getting anxiety, PTSD, depression, mania, things like that. Yeah, you actually bring up a good point. And so in terms of thinking about the process, so this thinking is that there's a stressor that then invades the body and affects these organ systems in a certain way. And what acupuncture does is try to recorrect that. Correct. So for instance, a student, I'm going to use a student because it's a really easy example or simple example. Student, they are constantly worrying about exams. They're constantly worrying about homework assignments. They are consistently studying. This wears down the energetic component of the spleen. When the spleen gets worn down, when it gets deficient, worry will become excessive. Anxiety will become excessive. Overthinking will become excessive. And then in Chinese medicine, the spleen and the heart actually communicate together. So if the spleen is now deficient, now the heart becomes affected. So they're all intertwined and interrelated. And with acupuncture, we can go in and really get to the root of what is causing, let's use anxiety for an example. Anxiety and TCM can be caused from a heart and spleen component. It can be caused from a kidney and heart component. If it's more overthinking, if it's more heaviness of the body, if it's more Uh, I just don't feel like getting out of bed. This is heart and spleen. Heart palpitations will present with that. If it's more kidney, it's this concept, I have fear. I'm afraid to move forward in my life. I almost feel stuck. I need to be kicked. I need a kick in the back to move me forward. And I'm also having heart palpitations and this anxious sensation. That is kidney and heart. So we use 
what the patient or client tells us to really help us diagnose so we can treat the root of the mental illness. And we do that with anything in terms of what we're supporting or treating with Chinese medicine. Maybe we should think about the case of the student, right? So they they identify this discomfort over this anxiety over schoolwork or performance. And they come into your office. And I'm just curious about the process. So we take blood pressure, height, and weight. In the state of California, we can be considered someone's primary care physician. So we have to act as that. And then we go through a whole series of questions. What is your chief complaint? What is it that you want to work on today? Oh, I have this anxious sensation. Then we start asking questions to figure out which Zong Fu. How long does the anxious sensation happen? When you get the acute flare-ups, is it every day? Is it four times a day? How long does it last? When you get these acute flare-ups, is it more anger that you feel? Is it more frustration? Is it more worry? Is it more fear? Does it happen during the day or at night? Do you have sweats? Do you get headaches? Do you get heart palpitations, shortness of breath, chest distension or tightness? Do you get nausea? Do your bowel movements change? So all of this helps us diagnose uh, the client or the patient. And then we also take pulse. So pulse reading is very important for us in Chinese medicine because it allows us to see internally in the body. We can get x-rays, we can get MRIs, but especially with mental health, that's not really going to help us. So pulse, it also helps us feel what does that channel feel like by palpating the channel, by feeling the channel, all of this helps us diagnose. There's this common saying in acupuncture and Chinese medicine that we treat what we see and we literally treat what we see. So it's really important for the practitioner to have a really good relationship with the client or patient, because we need to be able to get this information from them. And if they're not comfortable with us, then it's really difficult for us to diagnose. And then the pro, I'm just curious about the process and frequency and how long somebody is with you per session. So usually a session will last anywhere or experience will last anywhere from like 25 to 50 minutes to an hour. Generally, the first time we see a patient or client, the intake is very significant. Uh, Medical history is very, very important. What pharmaceuticals is the individual taking? What supplements? Because again, all of these can contribute to mental health. Maybe something is just being overused. And if we have the ability to figure that out, we can help the client. We will then, we may do some twina, we may do some cupping, we may do some gua sha as well. And then of course, needling. Sometimes the client will be prone. Sometimes they will be supine. It really just depends on what we feel the root cause of the anxiety is. If it's more of an acute flare-up they're coming in for, usually the treatment or the session will be a little shorter, more like 20 minutes. If it's more chronic, we'll kind of keep it around 30, 35 minutes. Got it. Got it. And the other question I have is, you know, if someone has a more chronic anxiety presentation in terms of lasting effects of this, do they have to come back regularly to, for tune-ups or how does that look? Yes. So Acupuncture, you need to be patient with. It's not a one-time, it's not a one-time deal. It takes time. 
I always like to tell clients or patients, it's like working out. It's a process. It's like learning something new. It's a process. Once you get that into your system, which can take anywhere from like three weeks up till about six or eight weeks, then we will transition to like maybe once every three weeks. And then hopefully we can transition to once every other month. That is really our goal with acupuncture and Chinese medicine. We want the client or the patient to get better. We don't want them to keep coming back to us because there's this whole idea when you come back to us that you're sick. And we are all about prevention. We are about healing. We are about helping the patient move forward in life, which is really important, especially with mental health. Timeframes really vary from about two or three weeks all the way up to about six or eight weeks. I would say just from my professional experience, most of the time, most clients after two or three weeks actually get relief. So it's just about patience and it's about us as practitioners making sure we educate the client or the patient in regards to that. Right. And another question has to do with the risk. So are there risks and is there a certain type of person that maybe wouldn't benefit from acupuncture? So research has shown that acupuncture has no significant adverse side effects. We do always inform the client or the patient that they could feel dizzy on the table. That could happen. It rarely happens. They could get some nausea. It rarely happens. When they go home, they could have some fatigue. That does happen. Sometimes when the patient is on the table, they will tell me that they feel like water is running down their arms or legs, or they get a warm sensation, or they feel like they're being pulled into the table. Those are all good reactions. It means the body is actually responding to the needles, the energy of the body. Sometimes two individuals, when we put the needle in, they will get a red mark around the needle. That actually means that the chi or the energy of the body is responding to the needle as well. Again, it's very safe. We are trained in our needling technique. Different areas of the body have different depths that we can needle at. We also have different size needles, so different lengths and different gauges, really depending on skin type as well as structure type of the body. And I think the answer is everyone is appropriate for acupuncture if they're interested, but anybody maybe you wouldn't treat with acupuncture? Um, pacemaker, any kind of heart failure issues, usually we will not, even if there's a letter from the cardiologist, we just really, ultimately we want to keep the patient safe. There's always a question about, can we treat pregnancy? Yes, absolutely. We can treat pregnancy. There are just certain areas of the body that we do not treat. We do not treat below the bra line, but we can treat the arms, the legs, the upper chest region, the head, the face. We can treat children. I treat pediatrics. I love kids. They respond so well, especially mental health issues. Children just respond so well to uh, Chinese medicine. But they also uh, but have to them, sit still. They have to sit still, but we generally with kids, we don't use needles. So like under 10, we won't use needles. We do more like scraping technique or we'll use a toothbrush, a little toothbrush to, to uh, brush the acupuncture points. But for the most part, acupuncture is safe for everybody. Again, everyone's constitution is different. So it's just based on your medical history. I guess the other question I have is, is the majority of the work you do mental health work or is it a variety of different ailments? Currently, I would say about 70% is mental health. 
especially with what we've seen with the pandemic, just so much stress, so much worry about the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen with the future. We don't know from day to day if we're going to have a job or not. We don't know if day to day we're going to get the virus. So it's, I I would definitely say about 70% currently. Got it. Got it. And do you want to talk a little bit about the center that you work, work at? Yes. So Say Heart, we're located in the heart of Santa Monica on Wilshire Boulevard. We've been opened for a little over a year now. We opened in December of 2019, right in the thick of the pandemic. And it's just a wonderful sanctuary. It is owned by two Western eye surgeons who are absolutely amazing. They decided that they wanted to help individuals and help people have other outlets to healing other than just Western medicine. That being said, those of us at Sayheart, we do practice integratively. So we do believe in integration, which means we do believe in Western medicine and their practitioners believe in Chinese medicine or acupuncture. It's just a very beautiful space. It's very calming. It's not a traditional acupuncture space. It's just, it's very beautiful and very nice to come in and, and relax for 25 to 50 minutes. Yeah. And I, this is a question that I'm just curious about, but in this virtual world, it seems like the work that you do at Say Heart is all in person. Acupuncture, it's just so important that it's done in person. While we don't do this at Say Heart, there are practitioners who are doing virtual only for herbal prescriptions but we do not do that at Say Heart. We see everyone in person. It just goes back to that whole idea that it's not just about coming in and and seeing your practitioner, but also about we palpate, we touch. And that is just so important right now because we've spent the last two years not being able to have that. So getting back to that is very important. I'm excited. I'm I hope this helps people who have questions about acupuncture or practitioners who have who have questions about it to yeah take a look at it further because we we're getting great results and not just without western pharmaceuticals but in conjunction with mental health pharmaceuticals we're seeing like a 50% increase in terms of being able to get off meds or a 50% increase in terms of the speeding up process of healing in terms of mental health. Thinking about acupuncturists, I'm sure acupuncturists specialize in different things. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like the majority of what you specialize in is treating mental health issues. Is it important to see an acupuncturist who specializes in the issue that you're going in for? Or do do we think of them as more generalists? Traditionally, we were thought as more generalists. So I have a doctorate in Chinese medicine. It's actually in internal medicine, integrative health. When I first started seeing clients, I would definitely say it was probably more pain and more just generalized healing. As things have progressed, we tend to find something that we like to specialize in. So if you're looking for something very particular, I would definitely suggest finding someone who specializes in that because that is something that they study and they are consistently studying and consistently doing research on and practicing. So, but uh, there are practitioners who are more generalists. They treat everything. I mean, I treat everything as well. Sometimes I see myself almost, I don't want to say this, but sometimes it's kind of like being an ER doctor. You never know what's going to be presented to you. And um, 
sometimes I enjoy that too, because it keeps me on my toes and keeps me alert and focused. So a good thing. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for being on. I really appreciate you sharing your specialty with, with all of us. So glad to know that you're here as a resource. Um, I will make sure that some links that in terms of the Say Heart Center, as well as other links that you provided are available to the listeners so that they want to learn more, they can uh, look into it. And hopefully we'll, uh, we'll hear from you again. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. This has been Mind Stories with me, Josephine McNary of Cal Psychiatry. With online psychiatry in California and 13 offices throughout Southern California and the Bay Area, Cal Psychiatry specializes in medication management, ADHD, anxiety disorders, alternative therapies, women's mental health, and more. Visit us at calpsychiatry.com and let us help you get back to your true self. Thanks for listening to Mind Stories and don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe.